This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six and a half minutes past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, it is a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, now 25 years strong, continuing to make a living based on low expectations. Yeah, whatever works. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. Thank you for joining us on America's Greatest Radio Stations, the TuneIn app, the podcast archives watching on YouTube or however you get your Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba University, a student today, the hash brown hero, uh, earning his degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense, now a superpower. Put your hands together and welcome back. Team Rick and Bubba is complete now because there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Right on the field, bud. And thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. UAB head football coach Bill Clark joins us today. Coach, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Good to see you again. Uh, good to see you. Good morning. Look, if you're not fired up about us getting football started, we'll just cancel the whole interview. We'll just forget the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, you ready to go? It's time. It's here. Uh, what an incredible story uh, is uh, the UAB. I can't wait to the, for the movie. The movie is going to be incredible uh, about UAB football. Have you decided who's going to play you yet? No, it's uh, it's always interesting who they say will play me. But I have, you know, that is our recruiting pitch is who's going to play you in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that is good. That's good. You know, I, I was thinking, why not Dennis Quaid? He does all these type yeah, of movies. Yeah, I like Dennis perfect. Quaid. That, that, would be, that would be good. Uh, so, um, we, we, you've got a season coming up and we certainly want to talk about that, but let's, uh, let's kind of go through, uh, the story that is coach Bill Clark. Um, you know, the UAB football situation has quite a, a history. I, I, I vividly remember, uh, the first time that I had this, somebody that I had actually, when we were all playing and, and we were wrapping up our high school careers. And I remember talking to a friend of mine that, uh, or an acquaintance of mine that we'd, uh, known each other and he was like uh, well I, I said what are you gonna do he said i'm going to play uh for uab and i was like what are you talking about they don't even have a football team and he said oh yeah they got a club team yeah. and i'm like what and 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 so i and that if you look at the history about old big jock of, of this of this program and how how quick it went from club to division one is mind-blowing i mean it it, it was an incredible and then you you get to this the the thing rolling. You get there. You guys are having some success, and then the entire program is canceled. Um, can you take me to, to that moment when when and, and I know it's it's behind us and all yeah. that. But but it but, is but a, it is part but of the stage but, here. But, but, it's, an, but it's an interesting yeah. story because well, usually you get shut down when you're not having success, yeah. not not when you're having success. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I'm a, uh, I'm an old Jack State history major, so we laugh. I, you know, I like history, and we talk about it. So, you know, I don't think you take that away. As I was telling the players last night, you know, we were closing camp out, and I said that history makes us who we are. Um, you know, as our old building, as I called it, the dentist office is being torn down now, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and I think when we came in there, you know, maybe the worst facilities in America. Um, 
that we did add a, you know, we took the old tractor shed in the back and made that a locker room, which, you know, our players at the time were very happy about, you yeah. know. But I think that, that first meeting, I'm leaving Jack State and I'm going into UAB, and I still remember not, you know, and you know when you speak to groups, you guys speak to a lot of groups, and you don't get eye contact. Um, you know, they're either very uninterested or, you know, their heads are down for some reason, and that's what I saw. And, you know, for those guys to really believe in what we were doing in 14, to buy in, to turn it around to get bowl eligible, you know, we had the big win last game, and then to lose their program was – it was heartbreaking. And, you know, and for me to have to go become a high school coach again and help these guys like Jordan Howard and these other guys get re-recruited and coaches go get jobs. But, you know, the great story is the the fact that our fans, our city – you know, leaders in Birmingham all believed in what was kind of going on and where we were headed and, and, and really started to fight. And that was the big story. Okay, we'll get involved if you'll stay. And I said, well, I'll stay if we do it right this time. And, um, you know, I think we've raised $51-plus million dollars to, for this program. And this is – I mean, truly, when your program is brought back by the people, it's a great story, you know, to kind of where we are now. Well, there's no doubt that's what happened. Uh, and, and I know Bubba and I talked about it on the air and – you know, Bubba made some great points about how some of this looked. Uh, well, it, it, it was hard to find logic in all of it. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. And, um, and, and really, I thought to myself, well, that's over. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't survive that. It, right. it, it's over, and we can all argue whether it should have or what. It, but it is over. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that that you were not leaving because, uh, and and Bubba and I've said this, and and I know that you're a humble guy, and and that's good. Stay that way. Uh, but I believe that you know there were a lot of programs that if you were looking for a coach that was that seems to have a history that everywhere you go and I know it's not just you I'm just talking about the teams that you put together and that includes the entire staff and the type of player you look for and schemes and all that you've been successful everywhere you've been and that usually means that if I want to have a successful program I want to hire somebody that's successful everywhere they go and then when you didn't leave I was like what in the world is going on so take me through that decision for you and your wife and and because you obviously probably were offered other opportunities, I would think. Yeah, you know, I think it was, and I, you know, I don't ever want to relate it to real death because, you know, we've all been through that. Yeah. I had a mom pass away, yeah. and you know, I mean, so you know, I, I almost say that, and I feel bad saying it, but it was, it was death-like. Um, and so, it, literally, I had still had my house in Piedmont. You know, I mean, we had my son went to Piedmont, and uh, I had bought an apartment. We were going to let him finish up school, and he was finishing up school. And so, I go back to Piedmont, and and really trying to decide what to do. And I'm trying to find these players a place to go and coaches. And yeah, you know, and literally, there is this roller coaster going on of immediately the people start fighting. I was speaking. I remember I was speaking out in Dallas at a at a coaching clinic, and. I, I was asked to stop by our conference offices, and I'll walk in. The commissioner says, you know, hey, what? Well, we would love to have UAB back. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I mean, they just shut our program down. So <laughs> I'm – you know, I don't know how much I'm believing, you know, and it's – but I'm getting asked, hey, we're fighting. And you see the fight. You know, I mean, it was a pretty public thing mm-hmm. that was going on. But it was – I think until these people, you know, our, our community leaders got in and said, hey, this is what's good for Birmingham. You know, we were talking off air about is football important to a university. And, you know, I'm the first one to – and I tell our players this, man, your faith, your family, your education is more important. But it is important. You know, this mm-hmm. this thing that, that, that drives students to, to schools is, is this experience. And so, you know, it kind of became about more than just me co- having a job. And, my, you know, my wife and I would – you know, when I had the bad days, Jennifer had the good days. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it was, all right, we're going to give this a chance and, and, and see it out. You know, because now, I'm, I mean, i got to go find a job. 
And so it was it was interesting, but to see the people fight, and now you you know it, it's as we say with the players, it's it's more than about just you. It's about a group of folks, and and um, that's that's kind of where that thing went. Well, amazing. Well, well, here's the thing I think that was kind of cool though, is I believe until adversity. That's the reason why adversity and scripture talks about this is actually something that. Um, I don't want to say you look forward to it, but but adversity has been used to really reveal truth is what it reveals about the person uh, and about the situation. And God allows it, as he says clearly in First Peter, to test the genuineness of what everybody claims. And so you kind of saw, though, that first of all, there was more support for this program than I think a lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. And you may not have seen that if this had not happened. Uh, and I think that might have been surprising to those that were trying to shut it down, but I bet it was also encouraging to you. And everybody who was saying we still want to do it, hey, you know what? We do have a fan base that's pretty excited about what we're doing, and 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 that had to be in a in a bad situation, a revelation of something pretty good. Oh, no doubt. I, you know, and I think that was the neatest thing. You know, the calls I would get every day. You know, we're fighting. We're, you know, and and I would be very honest with them. I said, you know, do you understand what what this thing looks like? Especially the people that would come in from the outside that were just Birmingham folks. Some of them I knew, some of them I didn't. But what was amazing, let's just fast forward to, okay, we're going. these guys get involved. We'll do it if you stay. I'll stay if we do it right. We had no idea really what we were going to do. But then the people that would I would see every single day, and I'm talking about the average just Joes and, and ladies, and thank you. You know, you believed in Birmingham. You believed in us. You believed in UAB. And, boy, you're talking about wanting to fight for those guys. Mm. That's, that inspired me and, and really still does, you know, and just – uh, I think that's when when I had those bad days. I said, "Man, this is about more than ourselves." And you know, really, what what's amazing now, not only or, or more so than the program coming back, is the success you've had. I mean, everybody had predicted years. Oh yeah, to get everything. I up predicted and, years, and wow, <laughs> I just didn't think it could be done. Yeah, that 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 quick because of just obvious obstacles that had to be there. Yeah, you know, I think. <laughs> And, you know, it's the funny story, really, is that the worst thing that ever happened turned into the best. And, uh, you know, our facilities were so bad, and we didn't even have a place to go when it rained. You know, Greg and I were talking about that. You know, Taylor, his son, coached for me, was yeah. one of my GAs. And, uh, you know, I still remember we had been pretty blessed, and we're playing – that's our first year. We're playing Middle Tennessee. And, you know, it's not just rain, but when lightning comes up, you know, not like the old days, you know, when my dad would stand the tallest yeah. players around him and tell him this is his lightning rod. That's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Now it's literally we you know we got a we got a device that says it's ten miles we got to leave right. Well, we had nowhere to go. You know, there was one other right. gym on on campus, which was not just yeah, it was another gym, but it was a PE gym. I mean, it literally was used by the physical education department, and then you had the other sports that actually go inside volleyball. Monday we don't go we don't even practice. You know, we go into meetings Tuesday. It happened to us four days in a row. You know, and you lose twenty one nineteen, and you go well maybe is this important? But you know, these new facilities that we needed. All were now allowed. To, you know, and then we fell into this pavilion, which is unbelievable. So it is nice. A lot we'll, of great things. We'll come back. Uh, obviously, everything about UAB season and the schedule this year uh, is in show notes. You can access all that, get tickets. The first home game coming up uh, Thursday, August 29th against Alabama State. Uh, and we'll come back and ask a few more questions uh, with Coach Bill Clark, head football coach at UAB, the incredible college football story that it continues to be. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes 
22 minutes past the hour. Coach Bill Clark, UAB, and uh, the story of UAB football is, uh, like I say, I feel like it's going to be a a movie one day. Let's talk about the current season. There's been a move that UAB has made. Um, The good news is, as the program continues to build, the facilities are are, are night and day from when you first arrived. And now the, the big news that in 2021 you'll play in your own stadium. Uh, and it will be designed to to fit the fan base now. I mean, like we were just talking about in the break, you guys led the conference in attendance, but you're playing in an old stadium that, even with the upper deck taken out, still holds over 70,000, and you guys are averaging about 30,000 a game, which is great for UAB, but it needs to be in a stadium that's going to seat 45,000, right. so you got room for growth, but yet <laughs> yes. you create an atmosphere. Uh, and uh, this year, though, not even waiting on the new stadium, you've called in a ringer. Yep. And that is Calvin Speedy Wilburn. <laughs> we pretty much said that whatever we do this year will be dependent upon Speedy. So right. no pressure His on him at all. So Speedy will be the in stadium guy for the Blazers this year. Speedy, I mean that's a that's a lot of pressure. He's got to create the atmosphere we're looking for. Yeah. And if he can create it in Legion Field, then the new yeah, stadium will be, no, be easy then. Did you ever see him at the Titan Stadium? No, I've heard about thing? it. Though. Oh, come on. Look, number was. one guy in the NFL. They still talk about it. The today. Redskins tried to hire him away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about that, Speedy? Coach. Are you ready? Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, I, I just, there's a lot of pressure. Coach kind of brought me in his office and sat me down and talked to me like mm-hmm. I was a recruit and said, This is what we expect. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Have you tried the dragon suit on? Does it fit? <laughs> <laughs> It's a little warm, but it's a little warm. But oh, okay, uh, no, no, I'm excited. I, I really am. When I got the call, I thought, "Are y'all serious?" And when I got the call that, "Hey, this this has opened up. Would you want it?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> well, you I bring- said, let, let me get with Terry and and make sure. And and we kind of huddled up and and we're like, "Yeah, where where our boys are in age, you know, our fall is really opened up." And so this is this will be exciting. This will be fun. Now you're getting kind of the older, wiser, grayer, speedy. Nah, but I think he's I still I think he's still got yeah. a few seasons in him. Yeah, yeah, I think he can still do it. No yeah. doubt. I've, oh, yeah. I've been listening to him and you guys for a long time, so yeah. I believe in him. But well, you were I'm talking, honored. you were talking about you, know, you need to establish your own stuff that your your traditions, like the other schools have, and 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 bringing Speedy in to step in the right direction. <laughs> what do you think about starting the day off with firing him out of a cannon? Mm-hmm. That'd be a good tradition. <laughs> okay. Have you thought hey, about Speedy good. running out? You know, and not that it's really burning in the, like the stunt guys do right. with his head on fire. Yeah, with like the blazer, true yeah, blazer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that, good start. Yeah, I think the staff's that, behind you listening. You know that. Right? Yeah, well, We're getting I mean, great ideas. I'm just thinking about some great ideas. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's a headpiece. It's not really burning his head, <laughs> yeah, right. but it's on fire as he runs out. If you tell me Speedy's going to run on the field engulfed in flames, <laughs> and I'm sitting around thinking I'm waiting on another team to come on, I might, I might venture out there to watch it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, really, whatever it takes, I guess is our that's right. It, right. That's yeah. it. Whatever it takes to get you there. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't embarrass you, Coach. Right, I'll try. Uh, Coach, last year expectations were. Zero. Not I'd be I'd be none. Uh, and so the the first season you came back after the program had been sh- shut down, you were ranked what? One thirty out of one thirty. Okay. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up. I mean, if you kick a field goal, it's success. That's right. It? Yeah. <laughs> Just be competitive was what I kept That's saying. Something else. Yeah, and and you exceeded that. So based on that, you obviously have coached high school. You've coached. You know, at uh, what I call one double A. I know they've changed the names right. of it. And, yeah, but and we're still calling it that at, at, Jackson, at Jacksonville State yep. and now D one. Uh, but it's football. So what are the things that whether you're at Prattville High School, Jacksonville State University, or UAB about football that never changes? Yeah, you know, I think all those things we were brought up on, you know, my dad was a coach, your dad was a coach, you know, and I, and those are the things I love, you know, that still don't change. Um, 
you know, I mean, and I know this is old school, but it still goes back to blocking and tackling and, and, and fundamentals. And, and I say whether you're in, if I'm talking offense, empty, which is let's just, if you just thought of no backs in the backfield throwing it every down or wishbone, they both work. You know, it's what do you believe in? What do you, you know, what do you recruit? And in high school, we couldn't do that. You know, they were, we kind of had who we had. So right. what I the think, mama sent you. Huh? Yeah. So the development of players as a high school coach was so key. You know, the strength training, you know, and I remember my dad and, you know, you remember the old universal machine and oh, it yeah. moved up. Oh, and, yeah. you know, I think those guys that were on the cutting edge, of development of players that's what we had to do in high school you know how we trained them how we fit you know all those things and that's what we've tried to carry to the college level is de- let's develop who we've got to be the best they can be um and so I, all those things still go and of course it, it always hurt me when somebody in college would you know some recruits well it's just all about the jimmies and joes now they do help so <laughs> so recruiting's pretty important but also we've got to develop them in every way you can develop them and uh not just physically but all the other parts spiritually emotionally and and I think when you pull them together, it's still about the best team. You know, it's still about the best team that's going to win. Right. Yeah, and, and like you said, in, in this situation where you're at a UAB, you also say we, we need to find people that want to be here. Correct. And, yeah, you know, and I think that was one of our things when I got – once again, you, you know, I loved about high school. You knew who you were playing for. You went to church with them. You grew yeah, right, up with them. Right. And, you know, you're really playing the team right across the interstate. or mm-hmm. You know, and then you go to college and you're playing this team – but way off, but I said, you know, let's find out who we're playing for because, you know, as 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 we kind of say, what's your why? You know, and, and who is your team? You know, we talk about protecting the team. Well, our team is not just those guys in the locker room. It's the people that sent you there. You know, the mom or the dad, the coach, the teacher. And now for us, it's for Birmingham. You know, it's these people that fought to bring our program back. And I, I remind them again last night, this is who we're playing for. And, and, and I think then you're going to get the most out of them. Well, we got the schedule, uh, and we got that at, at, uh, in show notes. If you want to go out and start making your plans to go see uh, uh, UAB, uh, they'll start with Alabama State uh, next Thursday, the 29th. So, uh, I mean, we get started, and, and, and you bring in a, you know in-state rival, and here we go. Yeah, it's here, you know, and I think that's the thing for us. You got Alabama State on there. You got South Alabama, and you know, some. I, I, it's always funny. I was laughing. Somebody said, "Well, you know, what is it?" You know, you feel good. I said, no, it's last year's behind us. Right. You know, we're looking forward. And, you know, I don't think you can really get arrogant in this business because, no. you know, it's all about what you've done for me tomorrow. That's right. Uh, yeah. Not just today. Gotta you working. got a new stadium coming. It's exciting. A lot of great things going on for us. Not only at our place, you know, not only football, but UAB. You know, we've been ranked the number one young university two years in a row. Birmingham is, is really taking off. So, Thanks, guys, for having us on, and appreciate what y'all stand for. No, Can't wait to I see mean, how this works. Yeah, yeah. Get all it's the information. All <laughs> yeah, it's all on Speedy. Go! RickandBubba.com under show notes. Coach Bill Clark. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Will of Meat has not spun this week. Could happen today, tomorrow, Friday for sure, if we don't uh, get it done before Friday. Uh, the gang's all here today. Remember our friends at LifeLock and, and Norton Security. Uh, how about this? Um, New research is revealing that there's a growing number of nation-state hackers now training uh, their sites uh, and putting them on people out there traveling. Uh, this means uh, that's just one more thing to worry about while you're out there traveling. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you know, the USB power charging stations there at the airport uh, may come at a cost that you can't see. 
USB ports can pass data. Cyber criminals can modify the USB connections to install uh, the malware on the phone, download data without your knowledge. So now the after swarm are traveling. I mean, my goodness. I mean, so the bottom line is you just got to get protected and, and get protected by the best protection available, LifeLock and Norton Security. Go to LifeLock.com right now. Put in the promo code Bubba. It'll save you 10% on the protection that you that you pick, and it's not a lot of money. But, boy, is it worth it because if there ever is a problem, because no one can stop all cybercrime, no one can watch all transactions at all places and prevent all identity theft. But I will tell you this, it's the most comprehensive protection available on the market. Their their technology is proprietary. And and if there is a problem, something does happen, and you're not going to get this anywhere else, they actually have someone to help you try to get the problem solved. So uh, get the best protection available at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors as well. So uh, we thank Coach Clark for being with us. And, um, you know, it's um, we were discussing uh, earlier this this thing going, I guess this will be a Trump update that I have coming up here. You can't always get what you want. Incredible. Trump really? uh, in the news again today. All things Trump. Here we go. Deal or no deal. Don't wear it to Trump. It's my hair. Vote Trump. Yeah, baby, Trump. Trump is not going to Denmark now. He's canceled. Rick, what, wait a minute. Are you telling me something's rotten in Denmark? <laughs> <laughs> Trump. Yeah, baby, Trump. So, uh, something, all morning on that one. Something, you were ready. <laughs> well, something is rotten in Denmark. It, it looks like it, that Trump was going to meet with Danish Prime Minister, I can't say the name, something Frederickson. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, and now that, that, uh, that has been canceled uh, because. How'd you uh, say that last name, Rick? Uh, I said, uh, let me see where Well, that is a mess, isn't it? Frederick, Frederickson? Frederick. Gosh. Son. But it looks nothing like English. Fredrickson. But and you sounded it right. I'm impressed. I was looking at good. it going, man, that's a that's a landmine. Danish right Prime <laughs> Minister. Is it Meti or Met? Mette? M-E-T-T-E? How would you say that? Mette. Mette. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Prime Minister called President Trump's uh, kicking the tires of Greenland, saying we might buy Greenland from Denmark. And uh, the prime minister called that absurd, and Trump now is not going to visit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that called the trip yeah, off. So the trip's off. Is that what well, you tell them? Trip's off. Something they, right in the They didn't say. I want that whole song now. They didn't say that that was no. the reason. Okay, Trump just said they're not They're not meeting now. Oh, it's okay. going to be postponed. So the trip's but, off is what you're saying. But they're, that's, that's what everybody is assuming out of the situation. Now, the – the 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 older queen or the one that was in charge has come out and said, "Hey, this is a slap in the face to us." Well, Do you see that? Well, but you told me Truman tried to buy it. How can it be? I mean, it's not like no, something. no. She's saying that they canceled the visit. Oh, well, that that's a slap in the face. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Ricky asked them how, how much they wanted for it. Like it said, he said, <laughs> he said, he said, Greenland, like it sits, just like it said. How much? But he, uh, he so said, this is the third time though a U.S. president has mentioned. What is our obsession buying, with buying Greenland? Well, I'll why tell you not? why. It's, it's strategic, <laughs> and it's, oh, okay. it gives. It, we have to have it for radar for early launch warning well, out of the sense. Soviet Union. That makes sense because it's really fairly close if you look over the top. Well, can, can I tell you? In I the say, let's, let's make them an offer. And some of the people in the article <laughs> well, are talking about. But I tell you how it looks, and and you know this is classic Trump. Here's how it looks. Oh well, if y'all don't want to sell it, then I'm not coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason I was coming anyway. That's why I was going. Yeah.
Uh, so keep why, in mind. Why now. in the Hades when I go to Denmark? <laughs> I'm going over to buy it. Harry, if I'm, if I'm not buying, Lago, I'm, not I'm out. Oh, so the car that I wanted to buy, they're not going to sell me. We're not going to Pittsburgh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, why, why would I be going to Denmark if they're not going to sell me Greenland? Uh, mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Harry Truman, okay, the guy who dropped two atomic bombs mm-hmm. in, in the 40s, tried to buy Denmark, offered them $100 million in 1945, mm-hmm. 46, That's a lot whatever of money. that was. Mm-hmm. That's uh, wow. Today's mm. dollars, and and, the, and the, the place now only has I think the residence was about fifty thousand. It's not, yeah. I mean, it's a big chunk of land, but a there's not head. a lot of population. They saw these houses sitting on these rocks. Yeah, mm. yeah. So and and Trump said <laughs> that the island cost Denmark a lot of money to keep it up. Right? So he's trying to help because they're out. not. I mean, it's not next door to Denmark. I mean, they got yeah. a lot. You know, mm-hmm. some rotten. Well, a lot, of people, a lot of people didn't get that, but if you grew up mm-hmm. watching Bugs Bunny, you got it right. Uh, <laughs> That's one of his standard lines. Yeah. That and the wrong turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go to this again. Now, now, this is the thing Trump continues to do, and this is one of the things that I do like about him. He is not afraid to just openly and publicly discuss things you discuss over lunch. Right, exactly. Right. And he's got another one out. He says, I, and, and well, we, we've said this. I know it, I get a little squeamish because I don't want to upset anybody, but he takes on how in the world can somebody be Jewish and vote Democrat? Yeah, well, you know what? He's like, if if you are a, a a Jewish person and you have any loyalty to Israel whatsoever, how in the world can you be a Democrat? And he said, in his in his uh, in his opinion, if you are a Jewish American and you vote Democrat, you either do not fully understand the deal, or you're just so, showing great disloyalty. And you know. It's hard to argue. Well, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, look, look at what that? look at what some members elected to Congress from that party are saying about Israel right now. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't have any of that on the other side. So, I mean, Rick, we even though he said it out loud, we've all talked about it. In places we're uncomfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's just talking about it out loud. Yeah. But oh, because yeah. that's typical him saying, well, I don't understand this whole thing. This is the great disloyalty, you just don't have any knowledge about that. And I also heard this morning on some news, and I can't remember. <laughs> you can't give me that enough. I know. I know. Is it the Stormy Don't Dan- think you're overdoing it, by the way. Stormy don't Daniels had a lawsuit that has been thrown out or something, and he referred to her as horse face. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. Did That's, I heard it on the news this morning. You did not. <laughs> not the side, I don't have that over there. <laughs> Do it again. He referred to her as horse face. Well, that's his old name. He's called her that before. I know. Yeah, but yeah. just the fact there's an update. <laughs> yeah. So he's just. Well, and what and is I, his deal? But I, I, I will see. I love that because that's what all of we. That's what all of us do. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? He called low energy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there's a lot of those. Uh, that was Jeff Bush to begin with. Well, to answer his question, I, I think what you'll find is, and you see this in, in Christianity and faith, you know, there's certain things that are tenets of the Christian faith that people will claim that they're Christian and that is completely disregard over politics yeah. or on, you know, loyalty to a family member or, you know, just I changed my view on this because of some other. What that means is this, whatever the faith part of this is, is not what leads the way that's what it means because that you've proven that by the way you've responded so what you have is a bunch of just like you have secular christians or and i use the term christian in quotes meaning that's what they're labeled themselves it's uh, i'm not sure the it the fruit does not look like as the bible says to look for and it was that way in my life at one time so i'm not pointing any finger uh, at anyone else that i haven't pointed at myself 
uh, throughout my life and in, in, in making sure that I, there actually is some consistency in what I claim to believe in the way I actually live because we've said what you live is what, what is real. But there's a lot of people that say I'm Jewish, but it's a total, total secular comment. And them being a Democrat and the way they see the world politically supersedes their Jewishness. And you, you see that in Christianity as well. Uh, so I think that's the deal is there's some people that are Jewish, but the whole Israel and its place in history and its place in, uh, you know, as it relates to the great I am, uh, that's not as important to them as their politics. Yeah. But, but I have to admit, if you have any loyalty to Israel at all, how you can be a Democrat right now is beyond me. I don't even – if you're just saying – if you became a one-issue person, and some people aren't, the Trump administration's devotion to America's place being properly aligned with Israel versus the Democrats – you don't even have to take up thirty seconds on making that decision. It's not even there's nothing to consider. Uh, it, they're now there now. There's no gray area. You can't say, well, both political parties, America in general, regardless of Democrat or Republican, have great respect for Israel and know that this this allied connection is bigger than even the Earth. It's a spiritual connection as well. Well, that, that's, not used, the, that's not the case anymore. And it used to be that way. Yeah, but it's not anymore. If you don't believe that, just Look at people who are Democrats, what they say, and then look at what the Trump administration says on this one topic. Now, you may say, well, I agree with them on this topic, but I disagree with, them on other to- disagree with them on other topics, and you certainly can do that. But how you can be a Jewish person with any loyalty to Israel and be a Democrat, I have to agree with the president on this one. I don't, I can't, I don't know how to make that work. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the story yesterday, but again, to illustrate how far that that party has moved, Harry Reid. You remember the former leader in the Senate, Harry Reid, you know, lovingly known as Dirty Harry. He is now ripping the Democrats over their Medicaid for all, border policies, and some of these other. He says, y'all have gone so far off the ranch, I don't even recognize you anymore. Right, right. That's how bad it's getting. So so there it is. There's your Trump update today. And, there's you know, with with Trump, there's one practically every day. So there, there it is. You're updated. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. 14 minutes to the top of the hour. Your phone calls, lines are available, and you can get in now. The Hash Brown Heroes ready to take your phone calls, and we'll chat with you right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Phone calls coming in now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll find out what is on your mind. Sean, we'll get us started out of the great state of Mississippi. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What's on your mind today? Oh, man, love you guys to death. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, yesterday we were talking, well, y'all were talking about uh, the climate change and the carbon footprint and the uh, carbon tax. I delved into it and one of the biggest things is planting trees. I think y'all might have mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the tree that gives off the most oxygen at its full height takes over 200 years to grow. So if we've only got 10 years left <laughs> to get this thing. So we better hurry, man. Yeah. We're in trouble. Yeah, Bubba, plant Bubba, a lot of trees. Bubba came up with Prince Harry and his family's private jet provided by Elton 
Mr. and Mr. Elton John, and uh, and they, and they came up with that carbon footprint. Just that one trip would take 312 years, if you believe in the car- carbon offset concept. If and you that, believe that it. wasn't right. our numbers, that was the head scientist of Greenpeace. Right. Okay. Uh, let's go to uh, Alabaster 104.7 WZZK. Chuck standing by. Hello, Chuck. Hey guys, enjoy the show. I've been listening. I don't know, maybe twenty three years. Thank you, uh, Bubba. To your Larry King statistic, uh, if you half that out seven times, he's about ninety nine point two percent chance he was the problem. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was just I'll, doing I'll, the rough numbers. I didn't. I couldn't go in my head more close. than five. You're close. <laughs> and I want. I want to give y'all some encouragement. Growing up, I had a lot of great uncles, but I got to know I got to be quick. But men are naturally their most funny, witty, and comical from around fifty five to sixty. So y'all probably got your best five years coming right up. Well, That's what right. I like to we've say. got something coming up next segment. That's encouraging. We got an email yesterday about somebody discussing the month of August, and we have to read that email. That was that was very very interesting. Uh, the, all the things they listed that have happened on this show in yeah. the month of August. Yeah, that was good. So <laughs> we'll, we'll pull that email up and, and read that for you coming up next. Uh, let's go to uh, Alabama. Craig standing by. Craig, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm all right. Morning. How y'all guys doing? Fantastic. All right. Uh, last week, um, I believe it was uh, Bubba had uh, done a uh, Bernie Sanders impression. I was just wondering if uh, he could do a whole segment as uh, Bernie <laughs> oh, Sanders. Wow. Well, I don't. Do you have that kind of statement? a whole segment? <laughs> what for yeah, free? There you go. <laughs> for, Are you talking free? free? <laughs> <laughs> we'll free. see what we can do. <laughs> Uh, but a huh. vote for Sanders will put something in your pot. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Mark, well, yeah, it will. He's right about that. Mark, go ahead. I'm going to promise a radio in every den. <laughs> Mark, go Good ahead. Morning, boy. Hey, buddy. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. 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 Hey, Bubs. Yes. Um, there is an app. From via, you remember Viacom? that used to be the big cable company. Yes, yeah, they, they merged with CBS. Called, yes, yeah, they have an app now called Pluto. Yes, and there's about fifty to sixty channels, and it's all free. There's even now. Get this. Did you say free? <laughs> <laughs> you got my attention they now. NASA, they have NASA TV free on there. Oh. Everything. NASA is free. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you had me. I want free. that, and I want school, and I want Medicare for all. <laughs> Let's go to G- You got it. We can cure it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I want drive throughs at the doctor's office. We'll just roll them right through. <laughs> we can do better than this. Barry and Gadsden. We can do better than this. <laughs> Z93, go ahead. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, good morning. Just a little comment on uh, Speedy getting that gig at UAB. You think he might start buying y'all's lunch now since he's going to have some extra money? I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. No. Probably not. No, that's like saying, will Fort Knox let you just roll up in there? No. It just won't. <laughs> he's still going to leave his wallet in the truck. Sure. So you jumping in, mm-hmm. big brother? Now, now <laughs> say he left it at Legion Field. Yeah. <laughs> of course, if you leave it there, you won't see it again. <laughs> you might not want to do that. <laughs> okay. Rick, that's not helping, buddy. Not helping. It's great. New stadium's coming. Twenty twenty one. Sound of a back. Rick, the parking is free though. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, not helping. Out of Alabama, <laughs> Tyler, go ahead. Going on, begging you, buddy. Uh, hey, yesterday y'all were talking about you know, you do an old man now. thermostat on certain 
certain thing. That is the biggest controversial thing in my house. Oh, yeah, sure. I like it at 70, yeah, but somebody will drop it one notch down, and, it, and that drives me crazy. <laughs> well, here's what I, I think. I believe it needs to be added to marriage counseling. Yeah. I, I don't think people – that's never covered, that when you decide that you will live with the other gender, the thermostat is going to be an issue. And, uh, What's wrong with it being 78? I'm <laughs> freezing in here. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> Don't you stop. Uh-uh. You still got how many more minutes? That's a challenge. Oh, you got three minutes. Three. <laughs> Mike in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Mike, go ahead. Hey, how are you, Green Acres? Yeah, thanks for the call, buddy. Good morning. Hey, no, no, I was just uh, wondering if y'all happen to hear about this uh, new app they were having in these cities called Snap Crap. Where they were taking pictures of uh, human feces mm. and having these sanitation workers come uh, pick it up. Oh gosh, that's mm. in these cities where they're just letting people live like animals now. Yeah, yeah. everyone's welcome. Everybody come here, and, and then all the businesses and people are leaving. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on, Jessica, Startville, Mississippi, ninety-six-one. Jessica, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to see if I could talk to the retired Ken doll for a little bit. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> know, we let him off the hook on oh, that. Uh, there he is. I was hoping it wouldn't come you. up again. Ken doll. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Uh, hey, retired too. Ken doll. Anyways, I tell y'all what, I listen to Tune In at night, and my husband's been tapping me on the shoulder. What you laughing about in the bed over there? I'm, I'm over there listening to Tune In. Yacking it up. Uh, yeah, well, that can be disturbing at times, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look if you if you if you want to be a binge listener, that TuneIn app live oh, yeah. show goes off. It's, it. it's just one bit after another for years and years and years. <laughs> hey, we've been doing this a long time. We have. Uh, let's go I to- got mad at myself the other day because I was actually somebody had said it wasn't working, so I I went on and started listening. Of course, it was working. And there was a we were doing the will of, will of meat made the best of and I was like why did I put will of meat right. as one of the best ofs right and it was when Jason Crab was here spinning the will of meat and guys <laughs> I was crying laughing in the car yeah and he couldn't believe what he was, was so going surprised. on Adler was doing this thing where he wasn't doing the microphone he was coming in and banging on the drums <laughs> just running around I mean, it was chaos the, the entire time oh the the best thing the one liners uh, uh, what, what about, how much is that tune in app what about it's free is it free <laughs> what I'm talking about <laughs> free. <laughs> Top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. I don't know what's going to happen to you, baby, but I do love that. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show live from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Uh, we've got Hashbrown Hero, Rick and Bubba University student, takes your phone calls while earning his degree in common sense. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, honored to be in seat number two, and thank all of you for the opportunity. Well, you're comfortable there, my friend. Uh, so we go yesterday, uh, there, we had a, a little gaffe here on the program, which drew a lot of email throughout the day yesterday, people spitting out coffee, uh, people driving off the road, 
uh, people who went back last night and to the podcast archives and kept rewinding it back, listening to it over and over again. You know, there's good and bad with this this time we're living in where our content is captured and you can have it as much as you want. Yeah, there's, to, there's good and bad with that. Used to you have to you had to hear it secondhand right. if you missed it, right. and then you could always deny. It. Yeah. Did you get that for Bank Nine? Uh, yeah, well, we have it over there. We sure <laughs> do. I was gonna right. see if we could even touch that. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. No. It's just good to have it. it yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, it's out there, guys. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, lot of hey, I've had a lot of capture these days. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Bubba got an email yesterday. <laughs> it was and, honest, and uh, and he forwarded it on to me. <laughs> oh my goodness. And um and it was uh it, and here it is. It's from Patrick, listener of the show. You're talking about old Patrick. Oh Pat. Uh, old man Campbell's boy. Uh, Bubba's little gaffe during the thermostat discussion is a definite best of moment. And that brings up something I've noticed over the years of having the Rick and Bubba Extreme Club. And then now I'm a podcast person, uh, meaning he's always been somebody who can go back and look at a lot of things on his own time. And he is making the case that the month of August tends to give us some of the best and funniest moments on the show throughout our history. He said, I don't have the entire 25 years to check on this. But I have gone back and looked at the last 11 years, and here are things that happened in August. Uh And and he's listed them here. 2008, Don Juan's final show, and the Disney protests with various Disney characters voiced by a former show employee. Now, I don't remember that bit, uh, but I I think that was the one when they were disgruntled employees, and we began to act like that they were answering to all the various Disney characters. 2009, Bubba cuts his finger on Pedialyte. You remember that? Uh, I, I did several times, so I don't I don't deny that. Intern Final Cut's dad hammers Greg. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Greg's lipo. Chris That's stinks. Bad. Oh, Chris stinks. Oh is classic. gosh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I play that on best of. Yeah, Ooh, I play stuff. And a guy oh, named up. and a guy named Weiner dies of swine flu. All of that was in August of two thousand nine. Boy, it's fun. Year. August two thousand ten. Pan down. Greg's captured moment. Pan down. Uh, okay. <laughs> I remember this too. The discussion of the Miss Chubby pageant. That was yeah, awesome. I remember that one too. You shine that day. Moth yeah. flies in Bubba's ear. Oh, that was classic. Oh, I, yeah. I the remember ER. that one. I don't think, I don't think we have the tools to pull this off. Bubba's hot he's text. Exactly right. That means he texted his tennis partner uh, that was supposed to be meant to sit to Betty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, so does he. And Greg, uh, Greg discusses bears and show enough good RVs. Oh, wow. All yeah. that. Was that that long ago that bears uh, and show enough mm, RVs? It was a while ago. Oh, all yeah. of that was August 2010 from a person 2010? who yeah. has all the. Wow. Uh, 2010 was a blowout year, wasn't it? Wasn't it? 2011 in August, this stands alone. The birth of the now famous Big Mama Womp Womp. That was in, that was Greg. You in August of twenty. In August. Uh, yep, in August. <laughs> I remember being hot. Greg, all these are in August. That's I know, the whole it's just point weird, of this. Isn't it? that's you mind. don't have to ask after every is that segment. In August? What year is this? August. <laughs> it's all August, Greg. That's why I'm reading the August list. <laughs> I just don't remember being that hot when uh, I said that. Yeah. All right, 2012 ragu commercial. Anybody remember that one? No. Mm. You know, uh, I don't. I don't 2012. Yep. Was it August? Yes. <laughs> Greg, that's <laughs> yes. In 2012 in August, Rick's Dixie truck. Remember oh, that? I remember yeah. that one. <laughs> I remember that echoing down that the park. That was a real issue. Greg loses the love seat. Yep, remember uh-huh. that. Oh, that's right one out of my the favorites. Back. That wasn't in August. Yep. Adler's Black Tuesday. Don't remember that one. I don't remember that either. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, arm that's when he there. was dating that black girl. Greg, and there it is. Write another one down for August 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Write down one for August 2019. 
funny Rick and Bubba CD names. That always happens in August because we remember yeah. we got to do yeah. a new one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I just> started... <laughs> and and also, also August 2012. So just keep trying. Yeah, I try. Also, <laughs> in August 2012, Greg's Apple rant about, ooh, you got oh, the big one. Yeah, <laughs> You're talking about the sheep. Yeah. Oh. But my favorite was, ooh, you got the big oh, one. Yeah. Of course, now, now it's going back to, ooh, you have the little one. Exactly. Right. Uh, but anyway. They're, they're ooh, you got the midsize one. <laughs> yeah, they're all. August 2013, Greg has to get corn. That's when I had y'all bring yeah. in the corn. Oh, God, I'm so glad you quit planting gardens. Yeah. And Bubba and his famous dog bowl dot yeah. oh, debuted yeah. in August 2013. That one has been removed. Uh, apparently, Bubba has turned himself into a great dane. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> now called the washtub dot. Right. 20, 2014 in August, Speedy's Tick Scare. Oh, oh wow. boy. That was scary. I Rick, that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that. I don't remember. August, uh, five years. August 2015, Bubba buries Pete Van Warren again. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Pete Van Warren. Uh, yeah, how do you say his name? <laughs> Meow, I'm patient zero exit interview. Remember that? Yeah, that they was your best. They did. Involved Bama Mark. Yep. They remember did. Bama yeah, Mark? Yeah, yeah, August did. 2016, the car crash victims that were chased by bees. The one everybody oh, thinks yeah. we didn't hear. Oh, yeah. Well, I yeah. got that. Still still get we that. do that every year. Still well, they that. send it to us yeah. every day. <laughs> and we discuss if Greg is going to hell for making fun of Tim Tebow. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was all. In, um, in 2018 in August, and Dally in 2017, we did nothing in August. Right. But in 2018 in August, that's when we found the Froggy Fresh uh, video and started screaming oh, there, but yeah. I got dunked on. <laughs> and then, of course, you have what's churning now. In August of 2019, right. So he says a good week he said yesterday's gaff is just a typical August here. Yeah, he makes a pretty good case. He does. Huh? I think we're fired up for football season. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? is? That it? No. it gets a little edgy. I think it's the blazing heat makes everybody <laughs> just born we nuts. <laughs> I'm still laughing at Black Tuesday. No, I really don't I saw remember. you contemplate. Is that not it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I know. Let's ask Adler. Adler. That's not, that's not it. <laughs> what was that, Adler? Do you remember? I think it was just like a, bad, a really bad day for me or something like that. I truly no. don't remember. I, I really believe I'm right. No. Hey, buddy. Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what's the funniest before you said it. I saw you thinking about it. <laughs> you went ahead and said, ah, oh, what the heck. No, no, I almost didn't say it. <laughs> Well, he's got that. It was August, Rick. It was August. I went with it. Yeah, well, yeah. You, 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 undoubtedly, it's uncontrollable in August. I want to know what we did in 2017. We did nothing in August. Yeah, I know. It must have been a bad year. What happened to us that year? You talking about anything goes August? I <laughs> in August. Yeah, I Anything goes August. Yeah. So in yeah. August, and we're only about halfway, aren't we? Oh yeah, we got a little more than halfway. Week what is the day? 21st. 21st. Wow. Wow. We're in the well. 20s now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Keep thinking about my house being sold. We need to get that done. Hey. Is that ever going to happen? Yeah, I hope. Mm-hmm. What will happen first? Okay, here's what I'd like to I think to I'm going to do a live remote mm-hmm. from their house, if you don't mind, during the show. Okay. Coming well, he- up. well, here's the thing. Let's invite people to come Two on things by. are happening, and the show always helps because mm-hmm. we've talked about both on the show. So mm-hmm. now things, all things are e- even because mm-hmm. they both have been discussed on the show, mm-hmm. which has spawned more response because mm-hmm. it, it just does. Yeah. So now the contest is this. You know, uh, Helms, I know you love the what-ifs. Oh, uh, yeah. This is not really a what-if, but this is uh, which one do you think will happen first. Would you rather? No, it's not a would you rather. It's okay. really what, which one will happen first. Right. Bubba gets his AT&T problem resolved or Speedy's house sales. Oh, <laughs> both of those are up there. Mm-hmm. 
Speedy, you came out the gate really quick. I thought, man, this thing will be wrapped up too. Oh, yeah, there was a there was a, a contract on it. Quick, it's just that old contingency. Dang. But you know, I don't understand. I, I'm I'm scratching my little bald head on the. They're, they got a wonderful house. It, it, it is nice in a prime location yeah, at man. a great price. By the way, just reduced here within the last four or five oh, there days. there you go, yeah. <laughs> and so if we saw that thinking. puppy, you can go to, to my Twitter account. I think I tweeted it out last week. Yeah, you did. You see a location of the house did. and everything. 15 minutes move. past. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're back 20 minutes past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. All right, Justin is standing by in Holly Pond, and you know, we have the emailer that says August on the Rick and Bubba show in history seems to spawn uh, best of moments. Um, and it is interesting because we do need to know the name of this year's best of CD, so keep those coming. We do need to, to name that here sooner than later. Um, so Justin says he'd like to reflect on August 2015. He has something to add to that. Justin, go ahead. Thank you. I love the show. Thank you. Um, it, it's kind of a significant day because today is my youngest son's fourth birthday. Oh. Um, and in August uh, of 2015, I almost had to deliver him in the car on the way to the hospital mm. because of Greg. Really? What, what happened? On, Greg. Greg, if y'all don't remember, that was the day that y'all were letting Greg McElroy borrow y'all's side studio to do his show. Oh, yeah. Uh And Greg went out in the hallway and got the holler and pippet. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how did that cause somebody to go into labor? My wife got to laughing so hard on the way to the hospital. Mm. She would laugh, and then she would have a contraction, and I didn't know we were going to make it or not. <laughs> That's right. And so that happened in August as well. And, Rick, you were mentioning – Well, I'm you, glad you didn't you have to deliver the car. that August 2017 we didn't have anything listed, but I, I got an email that said that's the month that we got Jordan fired in there. Yeah, so you have to yeah. put that on there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, back to this McElroy thing. What the funny thing about that? We got a speech that morning. Big speech. Hey guys, oh, Greg yeah. McElroy's going to be in here doing his show. Now let's be cool and professional. professional. Yes. Mm-hmm. And guess who talked me into doing it? The you same part, and Bubba. The same. The same speech that Bubba's given over the years that always leads to. Something. Yeah. And right. y'all if, were the ones that told me to go. If Bubba ever goes serious for us and gives a speech, something's going to happen that day that will be completely against the speech. Right. I mean, it's, 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 I don't know why. You know, I don't know why that happens. Let me give you another example of that. You remember when he told everybody wheels up about that we're going somewhere on the plane? Yeah. Oh, he gave yeah. us a speech. Hey, ask Don Juan what happened. Uh, wheels yeah. up, 430. Guess yeah. who's about 15 minutes late? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not one of my better moments. <laughs> <laughs> that one right there didn't make my all-star list, Rick. Yeah. Hey, Rick, Rick, wheels up. Uh, hey, ask Don Juan what ask happened. Ask Don Juan what happened. <laughs> <laughs> we did leave Don Juan. We did. Mm-hmm. Couldn't quite leave Bubba. No. Big, big, difficult. big, big difference. Yeah. That's, though, had to feel good. You really feel like that you weren't as easily left as Don Juan. That had to feel good. Well, I was just thinking, hey, I'll call in from the house. Right. <laughs> wheels up, baby. Jim in Athens. <laughs> Jim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Good. We're great. Good. I am the gym that got dunked on by Sprenchy on his last day. No, you oh, got to be okay. kidding. You were the one that caught. I, I'm the one that told him to say roll That's tide. Funny. He'd come out with a war eagle. Uh, you're the one That's that got funny. dunked on by Frenchy. I'm the one. <laughs> oh man, we had no, that was so unexpected, and yeah. I and I really do think what it was, even though it still it was hilarious. 
I think that he just knew just enough about the Auburn-Alabama thing that he thought that you're supposed to respond. If you had said, hey, man, give me a war eagle, he probably would have said roll tide. Yeah. I, I think he just thought yeah. you were supposed to say the opposite of whatever yeah. a fan said. Uh, but I tell you what, it was, it was hey, it's going to be on the best of CD, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I thought it was awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jim. That was funny. Yeah. All right, partner. Yeah. Oh, Frenchie, there'll be Frenchie moments on best of CD for sure. Uh, because that was a that was a very popular little run there. It was our little our audience kind of embraced that embraced that little fella, didn't they? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's go to Jim out of Barber County. Jim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, Rick. Morning. Hey, buddy. Glad you called. Hey, uh, I had to give you a, a false name. Jim's a, my uh, incognito because I don't want to get in trouble with my Understood. wife. Understood. That's wise. Very Bye-bye. smart. Seven or eight years ago, my wife started having these heat flashes. I guess it's, it's just gone on and on for years now. It's, it's never going to end, I guess. Uh, menopause kind of thing, kind of just trickling on for decades. And decades. but so since then, I hadn't had to worry about the, the uh, you know the thermostat. No, you're right. She keeps it down. She keeps it down right where I want it all the time now. No, you're right. And I've I've said this on the air uh, a little bit further back. Sadly, you're going to make me say it again, but. You all see, I'm a silver lining guy, and and to me, you know, that's one of the things that you kind of say. Well, look, at some point, this thermostat thing is going to swing to the husband because your wife's going to go through menopause, and when she does, now now she's going to have the temperature down there where you want it, and that, and to me, that's a good way for the marriage to get even stronger right there toward the end. <laughs> that's right. You're forgetting all the other stuff that comes with. It. I know, Greg. You remember that time? You remember that time our sister, who was still at home, called us and said, "Y'all got? I, I'm afraid that mom may kill us all." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's the negative side. Yeah. You're in a very cool. T- you're in a very cool house where your life should. Yeah, temperature wise, that's about right. it. Yeah, the temperature is nice, but the the diciness is <laughs> is way up. <laughs> you know, and, and the thing that hits you is you realize because really, no offense to uh, our our female friends and wives and family members and, and all that because the, but it sometimes it's hard to realize this is taking place because women can be so unpredictable and complicated yeah, normally yeah. oh yeah you know what i mean and so it take for a minute you, you think well this is just kind of some yeah some normal and then realize then you realize okay this is a level of of unreasonableness that that is that is new you know it and and you're like <laughs> okay so there is another level yeah. because you really didn't you didn't know, but then, but there's got to always go silver lining. But at least yeah. the house is cool. Yeah. And, you know, so when Very comfortable today, when she's not speaking to me, at least I'm comfortable. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, right. so yeah. it's one of those. Uh, to the phones we go. Uh, let's go to Todd, Birmingham, Alabama. Todd, yeah, Todd. W- welcome to the ring. Hey, Todd, 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 Todd. Go ahead, Todd. Hey guys, uh, uh, Speedy. Uh, listen, we're, we're trying to sell our house. Um, and so uh, somebody made an offer real early, like uh, within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Well, their their money fell through. Mm. So so somebody else made an offer. So, uh, you know, we were waiting that one out. In the meantime, we didn't want to build this time. So we found a house. We made an offer, but it was contingent. Mm. Well, they got another offer, so we lost that house. Mm. Well, we found a better house, one that we really liked. We made an offer. We moved on a Thursday, put our stuff in storage. We were just going to stay with my mom two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. So we put our stuff in storage last Thursday. We had the inspection of that house on Friday. It had bad um, 
uh, the foundation was bad. Oh, oh, no. we, we had to cut that thing loose, and now we're in an apartment. So the one of the same guys that moved us into uh, a storage on Thursday moved us into an apartment on Monday, and so that's two uh, travel fees and all that. Oh, Todd. Mm. And now we're still in limbo as to what oh. house we're going to buy. Oh, boy. There's a pep talk. Todd, Gracious. Todd, Todd what, uh, how, how bad was your foundation situation <laughs> in the house you really, really like? Uh, it was um, the inspector showed us the, one of the walls in the basement was, uh, was off plumb, probably a uh, half inch to an inch. And But the bad thing is, you know, it couldn't be fixed. They could fix it possibly where it wouldn't happen anymore. But the bad thing is it was down a hill. So water is always, you know, so then you got drainage issues. Mm, it's not good. So it, was, it was just to a point where mm. we said it, it's not worth the risk. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right, Speedy, I got to wow. ask this. How much, mm. money, how much money are you out right now? <laughs> huh? I mean, like right now, if you were just to call this off, how much money would you lose? Well, I'm not ready to do that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just looking at our options. Right, yeah. Well, we. Um, is it so bad to live where you are? No, I mean, no, no. I mean that yeah. that is an option. If it, if if it just yeah. if and I think I think this other couple will sell their house. Why don't we just, why don't we just uh, say, let me look, ask you this? Our what stuff's you, here. Let's just stay. Yeah. Can, can no, I that ask, that is an option. Can I ask a question about this when we come back? Yeah. I mean, you know, because you you know when it comes to selling homes, worst case scenario you have to look at. Always. And I have a question. Always. It, I mean, it's 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 one of the life's biggest hassles. And it, I mean, it's up there. And, I mean, it's Hall of Fame. Right. Moving's in Hall of Fame hassle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's in the old hassle Hall of Fame. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, celebrating 25 years of making a living off low expectations. 35 minutes past Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us as uh, we make our way back. We'll get us more of your phone calls coming up before the day is done. Simply say Bubba.com if you need to protect property, your home, your business, the hunting camp, the lake house, Whatever the case may be, condo, simply say Bubba.com. According to studies, only about 10% of break-ins are planned beforehand. So a lot of those, 90% are just, hey, there's an opportunity here. Uh, but with the Simply Safe Bubba pr- protection and, and, and a security system, you're going to save a lot of money. It's going to be easier to use. It's going to offer you more. It's going to get the response time from law enforcement. You're going to get it three and a half times faster. Uh, because you know what? Most of the old system security systems, most of the alarms, everybody treats them all as false alarms. They don't move as quick. But see, with all the technology with the Simply Safe Bubba system, you're, you can you can produce video that says, look, this is a break-in. We see them. It's happening. Uh, so if you'd like to find out how you can protect your property more efficiently and for a lot less money, uh, you need to go to simplysafebubba.com right now. You'll get free shipping. You'll get a 60-day risk-free trial if you'll try that URL, simplysafebubba.com. Nothing to lose, 
uh, but security to game. Or you can go to rickandbubba.com, find a link under there at the sponsors button. All right, so, Bubba, you were, Speedy's trying to sell his house. Right. They're and downsizing. He, and he's hung up and, hey, got a contract. Hey, contingency. contingency. they got to sell their house. I'm in a contingency world. Somebody got to so sell really, this. So, really, we got to sell the other person's house. So We're we, done selling Speedy's. We've done it. We, we announced on the show earlier today, if Uh-oh. you didn't hear it, that Speedy is going to be the in-stadium guy for the UAB Blazers, University of Alabama at Birmingham. And he used to do that for the Titans and was uh, voted the number one in-stadium guy in the league. I mean, he's a big deal, okay? So the UAB is, is, is lucky to have him, honestly. Yeah. And um, I know Speedy's going to enjoy that. But what's going to happen on Saturday, Speedy, when you're there, it's about the second quarter, you just move somebody to the best seat in the house, you know, and you're, you're barking at the crowd oh, and all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> And you're gonna get Heads a text. You're gonna get a text that says, "Hey, we need to show the house. We got a cash buyer. They're ready to go." And Terry's not in town, and you got dog. I mean, it's just oh, gonna be Terry a constant hassle. That's right. Yeah, that's you when. Know, and it's gonna be four hours later before they can see the house. Yeah. yeah, that or I'm calling. I'm calling two of the boys that are home and and tell them it, the it's dogs. on. It's on y'all. Have you talked to I'd like to just see you get this done somehow. Have you, have you thought about maybe sending Coach Clark out there and say, look. We I'll, could, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. You know, we have we have uh, thrown up some ideas of me just doing a live broadcast from their front yard, from my buyer's Yeah, because if you, yard. really, if you think a, about it, we've sold Speedy's house. We just need to sell these other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or resell Speedy's house for a cash deal. No, no, no. no Either that, one. No, we'll take that right now. we gotta we got to make this move. There's two ways that we got to move a piece of wood yeah. that the dam frees up and the water flows. Right. And that is got to have a new buyer for Speedy's house that no contingency. That's what Our, this is like, a creek, and it's got logs, right. and mm-hmm. it's all jammed up. Yeah. <laughs> we got to clear the logs yeah, out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, Push the logs. The other thing you haven't thought about about Speedy's new fall gig is, and this one is much different, but could be a blessing in disguise. The house will sell, but it will sell right in the middle of football season when you're doing this, and you're yeah. going. You're going to have to try to move uh, with 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 this going oh, on. Yeah. Now that could be a blessing because you could say, guys, I know we got to get out of here, and and here's the moving company, and da da da. I, I got to work, but yeah. So that yeah. You, that you're one could right. almost, that yeah, one could almost go saying. the other way, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's I'll, something. To when that. I'm done today, I'll get over there and help y'all put everything where it goes. But y'all got y'all got to move it because right. I got to go bark in the microphone. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> blazers, blazers. Yeah. What we got to do to get this house moved? Who was the best in the house? Do you have a dragon sound yet? Uh, yeah. <sighs> Is that it, Bubba? What was that, Bubba? That's a Gila monster. Hissy. That's close to the dragons we got. You know, they ought to have one that comes out on a leash and runs out in front of the team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could keep it from biting somebody with their poisoning, right. poison saliva that yeah. kills people and makes that's, you have to lose a limb. Good. I mean, a live Gila monster just digging with them big old claws. I'm talking about, know, about, I'm talking about a Komodo dragon. Yeah, yeah well, oh, same. Yeah. I'm put, saying put all the, that the same big, thing. Put the big one out. Now, he's dangerous. Oh, yeah, he is, Rick. His, he, his mouth is like get a, him off that island. Yeah. It's like a chemical weapon. Yeah. yeah. He, he's he's, he's Hey, who has to go catch one? Oh, I don't know. He might not like the band. All right, guys, remember, coming up third quarter, we're going to do our UAB promotion, Sell Speedy's House. (laughs) (laughs) Who in here wants a new house? (laughs) 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 That's good. I I will tell you, Tyler Tyler went back to college, right? Went Mm -hmm. back to school. You just... Sent two there. So, I know, Bubba, sure. you got two there. Sure. And uh, yeah. about got to get out of here quick today for that. Go ahead. Mm, about, sure. About a week before he went back, he went. Phew, I can't wait to get back to school. And you hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? Because all these showings. He said it's killing me. <laughs> you know. And I said, <laughs> and I said, I get that. No, Matter no. of fact, there was one Sunday 
where we had like I think maybe it was like a one thirty or two o'clock showing. No, it's a nightmare. And and so we go and if if they're just coming to see you, normally the mm-hmm. gap is maybe forty five minute window. Mm-hmm. If if they've got two or three, sometimes it's like a two uh, hour window, like one to three or something like that. And I think this one was one thirty to three thirty. So we finally mm-hmm. get back and we sit down, and everybody's like, Whew, and I see the request. The people that had seen it want to come back at four forty-five mm. or something, but they were only wanting to come back for thirty minutes or well, something like that. Well, they had to deal with the dogs. So I told them, I told the boys, "Hey guys, everybody had fallen asleep on their freshly uh, made bed because yeah, they weren't trying yeah. to touch anything, right. and they were out." And I was like, "Hey guys, guys, I, y'all been y'all been troopers, man. You really have, but we got to go." Mm. We, and they we thought you were kidding. Yeah. They did. Mm. They did. And Tyler's like, "I can't wait to get get out of here." Well, did you send the dogs with him to college? Be right. Those two yeah. numbers down for me. Huh? Just mm-hmm. I'm trying to do some math here for you. So l- out l- let's mm-hmm. let's go let's go to let's this. Write those two numbers. Down let's go me. let's go to this because what, re- save me from having to look it up. Remember, remember the remember the the Mark Garnett story, friend of the show. Yes, which is when he, when he was living in this That's world. That's the sale house. It's and, not the and, and it's one of those things where it's those moments in life where you're like. Why? Why did I make the decision to do this? But now I'm too far in. It would have been so much easier, and I can't get out of it. And it's one of the funniest stories. It's one of your favorites. Oh, it's hilarious. Greg. He was he was at his house with these showings, and he had he'd laid down on the bed and went to sleep and was taking a nap. Well, undoubtedly they had communicated with his wife, and the wife didn't know he had come home and thought he was at work or whatever. Well, the doors start opening, and he hears people coming in the house, and he's not supposed to be there. Instead of, but I guess the grogginess of the sleepiness led to it. Instead of just walking out, saying, "Hey, I'm so sorry, I fell asleep in here on the bed. Uh, I'm, I'll get out of y'all's hair. The house is yours. I'll, I, you know, sorry about that." He just panicked and went and dove in the closet, and, <laughs> and then hid underneath the, the the clothes that were hanging. And they're all around him, and he was laying in the floor. <laughs> And all of a sudden he realizes, why did I do this? But it's too late now. Yeah, now you look like a crazy. Now if you crawl out, and he goes, and all, all of a sudden, uh, he said they they had a cat, a, a, a kitten they just got because they're, they're those animal people. They got all kinds of pets. And he said he's laying under there, and he hears the little the, the little boy with the family go, "Look at the pretty kitty, mama." And the kitty is trying to mess with Mark, and it's like trying to paw at him underneath <laughs> oh. there. And, and he goes, he goes. What's going to happen now when all of a sudden they pull back the stuff and I'm laying in yeah. down here shirtless and you really have no good in the reason. bottom of the closet and and, and so he, <laughs> so he said I just laid in he goes and by the way if you want to enjoy that to hear everybody's comments uh, on your house on the things they think is are horrible about it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he goes, sitting there listening he goes that feels good I don't know who decorated this place <laughs> and, well I, I have one showing nightmare story I can't tell it was horrible well listen to this if you remember this story so he's doing that you can't tell it. No, not oh, right rem- now. I remember that one. Yeah, I think. It was in Cedar Springs. Yes, yeah. I do remember that one. Yep. Oh, yep. Is that the no curtains one? No, no that's okay. the realtor has the key. But anyway, <laughs> oh, uh, no. so uh, I do remember that one. <laughs> but anyway, so it could be worse. <laughs> taking and, a nap. And I nothing. had a waterbed. How about this? <laughs> taking taking a nap's bad, but it's, it's, it could be worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh-huh. so oh, so then don't forget. This is back when we had the old answering machines. Okay, so he said the timing. So I'm already dealing with this, and I hear the phone ringing. He goes, and then all of a sudden, I hear the phone pick up, and 
I'm on there doing Dickie Nadmire saying things about the house. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, and I'm, I'm also saying, hey, this is uh, Phyllis and I want to come back and look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, and you start saying you want to take a dump in the bathroom to re- give it a test. He goes, it's blaring through the house. I'm lying in the closet. People are standing around me. Mm. Oh, man. They so, won't leave. Look, when people have access to just come into your life and you're yeah. still trying to live it, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. But but the funniest part about that is this human thing. He goes, "Why did I not just get up, walk out, and right. say, hey, I fell asleep in there. Was I was home from work, and I'm gonna get out.' Y'all, like, <laughs> steady, buried in clothes. <laughs> Instead, I dive in the closet and try to hide. I, I mean, just <laughs> and then you now you're in. Damn, you, that's how you do that. You can't move nothing. All right, we'll be back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Phone calls if you got comments, and, and uh, we'll talk to you coming up too. Check our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Have you shopped the Rick and Bubba store lately? A lot of really cool Rick and Bubba items there. We have apparel, we have specialty items, we have bundles, we have clearance. Check it today. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Responsible for Speedy's hair loss, Rick and Bubba. The two men. Try to play that That's one twice. Uh, ten minutes to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Ooh, it brings me to my Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Noah said he would like to help. It is that time of year uh, where we are trying to come up with this year's CD name. And it seemed like last year that we, you know we did the making radio great again, and there were a couple that we had we kind of put up on the shelf and said, well, grab those. Now I can't remember them. Uh, so that's not very helpful. Uh, Noah is in Coleman, uh, 104.7 WZZK. Noah, how you doing? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah. All right, so I got three names for you. Okay, all right. We get we got Rick and Bubba from the top rope. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We've got uh, Wise Kalaja crying because Bubba stole his headdress. Why is Kalaja crying? Okay, I, I couldn't understand you. I got you. All right. And when I hear Rick and Bubba, I just laugh. You know, I, somebody sent me that one, too. It might have been yeah. you. Somebody, well, laugh, somebody yeah. sent me that one, too. Rick, when I hear Rick and Bubba, I just laugh. So uh, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, that's uh, those are all okay. I, I like those. I, the I just laugh jumped out a little bit. Uh, but uh, it's time for those decisions. What, what, what angers me so much, I can see where I was sitting. I saw where everybody was placed in the conference room. And I remember saying, well, let's just go with the making radio great again this year because of the obvious Trump tie and all that. It'll be a funny cartoon we can put on it. And then we'll we'll take those others and use those going forward. And now I can't remember what the others well, were. Well, one of them was Jordan fired in there. Was that it? Yeah, there was one of them. All right, Jordan fired in there? Yeah, well, at one year. That was yeah, like yeah. a number two runner-up. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's time to start emailing those to us and, and calling in. And we'll, we'll start putting together this year's CD and, and be ready to go for – Year twenty, twenty will end twenty five and start twenty six. Uh, hey, uh, quarterback, out quarterback of, out of Silicaga, go ahead, QB. Uh, uh, well, I kind of had to stay anonymous because I'm it could still lead to potential uh, problems. But uh, they were speaking yesterday about uh, on the kickoff hour about pep talks and how coaches would dog you or whatever. Well, one particular game I played. We was getting thumped on pretty good. You know, coaches start throwing around, you know, y'all are too worried about your hair, this, that, and other. <laughs> well, me and the starting running back are sitting beside each other, and they tell them he's too worried about the little 
girl he's going to see after the ball game. And I ducked my head and I kind of smiled. And he says, I don't know what you're laughing about. At least he's smart enough to worry about that. You're just too worried about where the party's going to be. Yeah. And, I, and why I said it, I don't know. But I said, well, a cold bush light does beat the heck out of getting your butt beat 42 to nothing at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go? How'd that go? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, he called me that next day because I was a quarterback, and I had to go up there. And you, the amount of throw-up would not have been contained in a 55-gallon drum, I don't believe. Yeah. No, it's wow. – Yeah, you, you know, it's just, that's where you get down to the coaches of that era. You can make your little comment, but you always had to ask the question, is it worth it? Yeah, because you're going to pay. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, – Okay, I, I made a hot dog move in a game, and I, I I can honestly say it was not worth it. No, yeah, it was nothing not like it. that special workout. You get to go meet them by right. yourself. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it's usually really early in the morning. Mm-mm. No, no, no good there at all. But yeah, that was the the thing we did the story and talked about a little bit. Then we were, and I know you guys unpacked it too. And it was you know it, it's almost like one of those studies that. We always make fun of over the years. Was that study really necessary? Yeah, right, right. And that, how much money did that one cost? And that was the angry, challenging halftime speech is better than the encouraging halftime speech. It's more yeah. effective. I mean, yeah. did, did we need a study to tell us that? Though? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the way it always felt. What and and like this guy talked about. And if you played, if you were fortunate enough to play in a successful program, some of the worst halftime speeches ever. Were when you were playing a team that wasn't any good, and you were and you, you were, were winning, up, and you were yeah. winning huge, yeah. Because everything starts getting sloppy, everybody starts goofing off. You know, as Greg, you remember, we had a entire everybody who had a camera removed from the sidelines, yeah, because we were posing for pictures, and he ran every single camera person off the sideline, including the people that were there from the local newspaper. <laughs> everybody, everybody was removed because we were posing for pictures. So um, yeah, that those those kind of speeches, but I mean, I, I don't think we really were surprised by that, right? No. But the um, you know, but and, and I, I've always had the deal that, and I'm not a, I, I certainly love a passionate coach, and I love uh, someone who in, who in, in inspires. Yeah, but uh, but I've never been a, a real rah rah guy. It's no. not like I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but that that never really that wasn't something that motivated me. If you'll just kind of lay out what's at stake, what yeah. we got going on, and and uh, you know what needs to be done. Now, now I did respond to you being someone to be feared, though. Yeah, right? oh yeah. yeah now yeah. that give you a little extra <laughs> fear is a great <laughs> got my attention. <laughs> yeah, you add it with just a just a sprinkle of praise, and man, you get a lot done. <laughs> right. Huh? So let's talk about the the update we have, and I guess this is an update on the fencer. That, yep. that, oh. that, that, that did the kneeling, and uh, there, there, there is a, an update on that today. So we'll give you that. This is the uh, Pan Am it's Games. It's a Rick and Bubba News. It's a Rick and Bubba News. So what's going what's to happen to this Rick, guy? the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, the USOPC, for those of you scoring at home, uh, will give a pretty stiff penalty to hmm. two U.S. athletes. They have both been given a year probation. Uh, one is a hammer thrower. She raised her fist, and then the fencer took a knee while on the medal stand in Lima, Peru. Um, and why, you know, you think, well, it's a freedom of speech, man. That's what we're – no, here's the problem. When you agree to be on these teams and you take money – 
from the government and from the people donating to these committees to train, to travel, to go and represent the United States on the world stage, you agree that you will not be involved in political protest. The whole idea of the games, Rick, Olympics or whatever, sporting, many of them, but in the Olympics they really push this. This is about sports. We're going to leave politics beside, behind, uh, leave it on the sideline. We're coming out here to compete in athletics, and that's it's pure, and that's what it's about. So when these people bring these kind of things into it, they're going to be punished. Now, the head of the committee warned other athletes that future protests would now face more serious consequences. Uh, they issued a reprimand to other athletes in a, in a similar incident will be insufficient in the future, and most people are saying that probably means a two- or three-year ban. Yeah, you, you, you hit it in the nail on the head. When you, It's just like to me, you know, when you decide to go to work anywhere, we talked about this with the NFL, when you say, I, I want to take this money, I want to have this platform, whatever the case may be, and for me to have access to this as a career or, in this case, as an athlete, I have agreed that I will abide by your rules, and when you don't, you get punished for it. Because uh, and you, that, that doesn't limit your ability to express yourself. You just can't express yourself in that way here because that's what you agreed not to do. That's right. You, you would not have that venue if it were not for the coaches – the transportation, all the training, planning, and money that went into that. So if you want to kneel on your own time out in your front yard, you can have at it. That's, that's, that's your freedom of speech. Take a picture of but it. When, and, if, and if you don't think you can abide by that, don't play. Don't yeah. sign up. Don't train. Don't go. You can that's e- the bottom line. You can even say, I disagree with the rule yeah, that would absolutely. forbid me to do this, yeah. so I will not participate. You can do that. What it is, is some of these people have been raised up, they cannot stand to have any rule at all. Yeah. None. And that's where this is going to shut them down. And I I applaud the Olympic and Paralympic Committee, the USOPC. Top of the hour. If our time's wrapped up today, thanks for being with us. If you got more Rick and Bubba, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven minutes past the hour. From the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. 
Thank you for being with us. 25 years strong now. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba on the field and ready to go. Rick and Bubba University, welcome. He is the hash brown hero taking your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And put your hands together and welcome back the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank you, and thank everyone else for the opportunity. How bizarre. Well, wedding prank goes back. Wedding prank goes back. It's going to make this one mad over here. Yep. It's making me crazy. Every time, every time, every time. Every time I look around. Every time I look around. I feel good. Bubba, did the groom overreact? Uh, We have uh, a brother's prank at his brother's wedding uh, that he thought was no big deal. Uh, But the reaction from the groom and the bride has led to uh, a family squabble. Uh, He said this was supposed to be a joke. Uh, he he says, I guess it was poorly timed, uh, and it left uh, his brother's bride in tears uh, and the brother upset uh, because he said he'd been waiting years, and he was just kidding, uh, to pay back his brother for what, uh, as a lot of brothers get involved in, mm-hmm. pranks involving passing wind. Uh, there's no greater rite of passage <laughs> than to hold down your little brother <laughs> and to to perfectly lay one right in his face. Yeah. And uh, he said this happened with Grandpa's cookie jar Yeah, that uh, the, the grandfather, when they were little, would make <laughs> cookies and put them in an airtight glass to keep them fresh. He said the brother, who was getting married now, yeah. uh, had broke wind in the glass box with the cookies, sealed it, uh, and then when little brother opened it up, Talk about effort. he got a nose full on his cookies. Hmm. He said he had been waited. He waited to his brother's wedding day. He said the cer- many years later. Many years later, the ceremony is over. He said, "I and all that went well. I went to the reception. He wanted us all to know it was the reception." He said, "My brother and his bride were posing for photos before cutting the cake." He said, uh, "I just had it pop in my head. Thought it would be funny." I leaned over to my brother and his wife as she was about to take a bite. And I said, I put some extra stank into the cake for you. All right. Uh, he thought everybody would laugh at that point because he really didn't do that. Right. It was just a, it was literally just a verbal joke. But well, they didn't but, laugh, the, but the groom thought and remembered, I guess, what he did when they were, when his brother was nine. He slapped the cake out of his wife's hand, messing up the picture, and then whispered something to her ear, into her ear, which means. He told her that I had defecated in the cake, uh, which he said I did not do, but he thought that's what I meant. She breaks into tears and begins to bawl and cry. Ruins everything. Ruins the whole setup of the first bite of the wedding cake picture. And um, he said, I was too embarrassed to protest and tell my brother I think he's overreacting, so I just left the wedding, and we have not spoken Oh no! in a week. And he says, and I feel. Now, let me ask you. And this. I feel bad that here I did this. We go. And here comes Greg. Yeah, I'm just saying. I saw that story, and it was one of the main featured stories on Fox News. Unbelievable. How does this story get? You know, I don't know. How do How do you tell this story, and then all of a sudden Fox News is reporting on it? I, Greg, I don't know. Something Something ain't right about this. Well, it's just. Yeah, you know, and it's not even. I mean, so when you were nine, 
you pulled a prank on your brother, and then now he got you. I don't know how. I mean, guys, this wasn't like in the corner. Well, this was one of the main stories. Yeah. That's shocking. You see what I'm saying? What? Does, how is that news? Does anybody know what Reddit forum is? Because they've been they've been uh, there's been big discussion about it on Reddit. Yeah, that's like a um, yeah. So that I guess that's where it came from. That's where it came from. Of course, they probably made it up, but you know. But uh, but what I'm going back to is is this a is this even a Fox News story at all? That somebody had to go. Hey, you got got a story on. There's a little bit of overreaction here. And I'm not putting I'm not putting it down here in the bottom. I'm gonna put it right up there in the main one. Well, I think there's right below Trump. There's two ways to look at it. And one is, why do they even do a story on it? But the other one is, this is why pranking and all that, it can just keep going. Well, I think that's a kind of overreaction by his brother. If this is true and he slapped the cake and got all mad, but you don't really think I did that. You know, I was just, because if you read, that was the exact statement he made to him when he set him up on the cookies. Hey, I had a little stank to you. Right. Mm -hmm. Cookies. Well, it could have been because that (laughs) did happen. Greg, think about it. I want you to think just a minute now. Serious business. You're at your wedding and Gary. Is your brother? Yeah, and Gary leans over to yeah, you. Yeah, but after, what did he do after, that? After all the years of these pranks, and Gary said, "Hey, tell your little bride, I put a little extra stank on it for." Wouldn't you think something was yeah, wrong with the yeah, cake? I'd probably slap it over hand. W- w- wouldn't you? I mean, uh, now that you put it that way. Yeah. Hey, I hope you enjoy that cake. I got a little stank on it. For you. <laughs> <laughs> he said I was going to warn Speedy, but Speedy's got me blocked. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, but again, I just I'm just it's an one, overreaction. Yeah, but yeah. I, but well, I maybe can. if you get that off barstool or something like that. But right. I'm, I'm looking at Fox News. No, you're right. The headline. No, let me tell you, we should be doing the story, but Fox yeah, oh, News. Oh yeah, should we not. definitely should be. Yeah, doing but not Fox News. Yeah, but our source should have been like I say barstool or right. fark.com. Yeah, this really doesn't. This shouldn't make Fark, its way. F-A-R-K. This shouldn't make its way into Denmark. You know, is upset with President President Trump. Trump yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, at that point, I may just go ahead and try the cake. And to, if I sense well, something no, wrong with it, then I might bail out. Well, let me tell you this. But, no, I, but I, don't, I don't think anybody – that would be hard to pull off, I think. It would. For and, a and professional the brother, cake. And the, the brother didn't you, think – It ain't a pie you left on the front porch, you know. No. Well, the brother's not thinking all that through. In the moment, he just remembers that he right. pranked his brother, and his brother's trying to pay him back. Now, I will tell you this. You might have slapped that piece of cake away from – your new bride, but couldn't nobody slapped it away from you. No. You you would have went ahead and just said, "Well, I'll, I'll taste it, baby, and let's see if yeah, there's anything that sounds we'll funny." And they wouldn't have nothing to got that wedding cake out of your hand, would have. No, I mean, I mean, it'd have been tough, right? <laughs> That's tough. A, that is a, but I'd have had to add more proof than that. But I want you now, 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 <laughs> now. Let's get to the part that makes me laugh. The brother thought he was just going to make a joke. And it went bad. And it ended up shutting down the whole reception. <laughs> Squalling. Messing up the whole thing. People crying. People mad. Not going to speak to you. Now, see, I love that. That's oh, my yeah. favorite part. Of, that's my favorite part. You tell me when a little joke blows up in your face? Right. Yeah. And then you, you get the first friend walks up to you and says, hey, did you, did you make a little joke yeah. at the reception? Did you run the picture? Did you make the bride, the... Hey, did you make the bride cry? Oh, wow. He said, I just said I put a little stink in it. I, they, <laughs> did, they didn't know. There ain't no way I could have done that. <laughs> yeah. do, do you regret it? I do. I wish I hadn't done it. Yeah, sure. Maybe not. Right, but how about they still hadn't spoke as of the time we read the story? You think they worked it out yet? Well, that, I mean, it is, if is, they hadn't, well, they're probably still on the honeymoon. They probably hadn't had a chance. So well, it, the they, holidays are coming; they'll have to work it out somehow. Yeah, but, but but it's something like this as simple as is the other brought to the yeah, Is it kind of over if all of a sudden you just say, "Hey, man, I it didn't, is. I didn't do that." I was just trying to be yeah, funny. I was yeah. joking. So does the yeah. guy who I would have grabbed the mic and said that in there. So yeah. hey, yeah. ho, yeah. Does hey, guys, whoa, just whoa, a heads whoa, whoa. up. I'm yeah. kidding. That's a big joke. But I'm talking about wrong with the cake. But I'm talking about then everybody with cake would be like, how much does it take for the guy who slapped the 
uh, the brother who slapped the, the cake out of his wife's hand and, and it made her cry. But even when he gets an explanation, he's still mad for a little bit, isn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because of the handle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The handle yeah. factor is a lot worse than the joke. Yeah. And it's honeymoon, too. So that oh, means now his honeymoon just went into Dramaville. Because mm. he's going to hear about that on the way to the oh, airport. Yeah. Well, at least he put a little stink on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the brother going, look, I mean, now looking back, I was so embarrassed that I just left. <laughs> I'm out. I would have had to explain it. Yeah, I yeah. like him. I would have said, "Attention, please." Yeah, well, you can't be known as a guy who may have done something to the to the yeah. wedding cake. And after that story gets told like three times, you're really bad. Yeah, like adding stuff to it. Oh yeah. Sixteen minutes past. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. 21 minutes now past the hour. Thank you for joining us for another Rick and Bubba show. Here we go. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to some more of your phone calls coming up here shortly. All right, so the, getting time for the new Rick and Bubba double CD coming up and some names that are coming in. Now, we, we've mentioned some of you know The other one, I saw this one, and this one's made its way back. Do you remember the other day when Greg said what I considered to be a waste of words and time? When he says, um, now look, I don't mean to be mean. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. I don't mean to be, Rick. Yeah, and so some people still name it uh, the new CD title, We Don't Mean to Be Mean. Uh, so that is one. Uh, of course, we have Confused American. Uh, you know, you could have the picture like you, you could have the picture of the black glasses and the cross-eyes on, on the front and that's do all that. That's funny. That is uh, so that, 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 that that's solid. Confused American is one that's come out. That's Another nice. is uh, Rick and Bubba, You Mean to Tell Me with exclamation points of all the many times we've had to say, you mean to tell me? And uh, so that's out there. The Frenchie Revolution, uh, the Frenchie the Frenchie Connection, uh, you know, like the, the, right, from, the, from the movie. Uh, the so, French Connection. Yeah, and call it the Frenchie. Uh, I'm very, very proud of myself. Uh, Speedy mentioned that one, but I'm not sure if that was on the air or in the break. But anyway, so those are some. All those, those are not bad. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll take those and, and we'll consider those. Uh, I do have to yep. say, Bubba, that uh, I do have some updates from your America. I'm sorry Ooh, about it. Yeah, we, we, what are you doing? Well, come on, buddy. You always want to leave. I know you're trying to sell some Come on, dude. I know. Well, here's your America. Bubba, the, here, here's another one, and this could be a you mean to tell me. This could lead to a confused American right here. Heritage Foundation Chief e- e- Economist Steve Moore uh, says uh, he's reacting to the high numbers of New Yorkers who are fleeing to Florida because of, wait for it, wait for it, because of the incredibly high state taxes Yep, yep. Uh, there in New York. What, so, Greg? Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, he's looking around. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you mean to tell me if you raise the, uh, the taxes to kingdom come, the people will get the hell out? <laughs> what? They won't just take it and keep paying them. Wait a minute. Uh, so um, wait a minute. That could be that. Wait a minute. If that's the name of the yeah. wait, oh, wait a minute. It says this is the biggest demographic story of our country. He said this could be the biggest economic story because we have. Uh, it, he said he's calling it the four states of the apocalypse. These are the four states who are losing. High dollar residents at an alarming rate. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Illinois. They have the most residents, as Bubba said, fleeing 
over high taxes and huge budget problems, and they are leaving for Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and North Carolina because they're going to save on taxes. Now, Rick, he goes on to note, and listen to this, you can buy a house with the money that you save on income tax. Right. Well, you remember this when uh, when my oldest son started getting into the, the movie business and TV and all this stuff that he's doing, and Michael Papa John, who had been kind of like a mentor to him, said, look, don't come to California. We're all leaving. I mean, you, you, you won't be able to afford anything out here. The, the price is too high. So uh, now Atlanta has become the hub of a lot of what used to be L.A. and Hollywood because of taxes. Did you see other heightened tax obligations are kicking in as well? As of July 1, a three-decades-old mansion tax in New York State is being boosted in New York City to help pay for improvements to the city's creaky subway system. Mm. So you pay if you ha- you survive all the other taxes, okay? And you got your property taxes and you got your state and you've got your federal and all that and the gas taxes and everything you pay and the sales taxes. And then if you happen to have enough left over and you happen to have what they consider a mansion. Now only gosh only knows what qualifies as a mansion in New York. Right. You got another tax on that. Well, Here's one of the things you got to watch out for, though. Here, here's something that could be problematic. Can, can I tell you yeah, this right here? Yeah. As we had talked about before, they talk about these millionaire tax. Well, if you're a millionaire, we're going to charge you at a higher rate. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Pay your fair share. Well, what the millionaires do is they take their money and they leave. Okay? New Jersey is reporting, Rick, a 35% decline in income tax revenue for 2018. Okay. That's all you got to focus on. In 2018, New Jersey's budgets have going—they're going to drop 35 percent because they tried to tax higher incomes at a higher level. It wasn't good enough; they were getting that money. Right. They wanted more of it, so you know what they got—less of it. That's right. And we've talked about that. What are these people? I swear, I think the people who run our country have never run a lemonade stand. They don't have a clue. Most of them are are, uh, are professional politicians. They're career politicians. They have no idea how you make a bottom line and have to have to make it happen every day. They they're clueless, and well, they're the ones making the decisions, and they're running our states in the ground. Well, what's happening is to your point exactly. You say, well, well let's take the richest people and let's get that that hike up to you know let's say let's say it's seventy percent of their income. Well, I don't know how to tell you this. When they leave, now you're taxing 70% of zero. You have none. It, it, you, were, you were better off, even on a flat tax, to be getting 10% of everybody's than to say some people don't pay, but other people pay a lot more. Well, that looks good, and you think you've done this great thing until they leave. And, and now you're ending up with no tax revenue because they're gone. You would have been better off to be getting a, a low percentage of everybody, including the most wealthy, who will send the most, because a percentage of their income is more money, hello, simple math, as opposed to now I've got this high tax rate, but guess what? I can't apply it to anything because they're all gold. Because the opposite yeah. is also available. There are, there are situations we've had at the federal level where you drop the tax rate, but you put more money in the Treasury yeah, because people exactly. are not fleeing. They're not hiding. You're, they're not trying p- to get people away People aren't getting out of now it. Now, listen to this. Listen to the ingenious thinking on this. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, instead of just acknowledging it was a terrible plan, 
It's a stupid plan. He's You're an idiot at math. He should just say that. I'm an idiot. Let's go back the way it was, okay? Mm-hmm. He complained in February that the policy change was a diabolical maneuver to help red states at the cost of blue states. Well, can I tell you where he's wrong on that, even on that stupid idea? The people who are leaving are also progressives because progressives don't want to pay the taxes even though they claim they do. No, and they want everybody else to pay the taxes. And that's the one danger thing is that now Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and North Carolina are going to be flooded with a bunch of progressives that say uh, they want to tax everybody except themselves. And so, so you know, that's the famous far left. I want you to live one way, but I don't live that way. Yeah. So I've now ruined this state with my what my claims were and what's fair and not fair and fair share and all that garbage. But then when it started affecting me, I left. They also were trying to, of course, anything going wrong, you have to find a Trump connection. They're blaming the new tax packages on it because it did take away some of the deduction for state taxes. No, no, but you got to. In fact, you. But, but that way, you know what you're paying. Well, you, you know? also then have to apply it to your tax ideas. Right. They also played a role in it and a bigger role. It, it was a dumb idea, and it doesn't work. It never has worked. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Lines are open, and we've got uh, the O'Hash Brown Hero standing by, ready to go, and all ten lines are available. And uh, and we're going to move the line rapidly, too, because this will be a phone troll. So at the end of 30 seconds, uh, the buzzer will sound, and uh, so we'll start moving folks uh, quickly through. So even if you're in line with our ten line uh, availability, uh, you'll move pretty quick, and we'll get you up to the front. Now, shameless plugs, meaningless shout-outs. They all get instant mm. buzzers. So while you're lining up and Hash Brown Hero is getting things ready, I do want to point you to a brand-new partnership uh, with Rick and Bubba with HelloFresh.com. Delighted to have them with us. This is America's number one meal kit delivery service. We all start talking about how we want to get back around the table, and that is a good thing. But sometimes in the hectic schedules of somebody's on this team, we got this going on, we got to go over here, we got this, we're moving, we're a moving family, we are happening. Well, what if we had the the meals already already set up for you with the ingredients, with the measurements, uh, all of that coming to you, and then all you do is simply cook the meal. Everything else is done, and you can get it on the table in about 30 minutes, and you get to skip the grocery store lines with a choice of over 20 seasonal Chef curated recipes, you can pick from them every single week and you break them out for your dinner. Uh, now we don't have that dinner rut anymore, and you just love how delicious these are. And they're, and they're great recipes, and they're already pre measured, all ready to go. And you can add things like garlic bread if you want to, cookie dough to any box. And if you're traveling, may say, hey, we've set it up, Rick, but we're not going to be home. We're going on vacation during this time, but we got a trip planned. That's fine. You can go in there and customize it. I want them delivered here, I don't want them this week. Uh, I'd like to have this many deliveries. Oh, I'd like to change that. Not a problem. Uh, this is the way to get the family back around the table with delicious meals from HelloFresh.com. Now, if you use the promo code Bubba80, that's Bubba, then the number 80, you'll get $80 off, plus you'll get free shipping. So do that now at um, HelloFresh.com or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. We go to Jim. In Mobile. Jim, go ahead. You got 30 seconds. I think there's a Democrat outside your window by Big Boy. 
he's holding a sign. You may have to look out there a minute. Uh, let's see. That's Jim, the crazy side man. He's been around for <laughs> he's been he's been around for years, there and it can't be. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, it can't be a Democrat. I've never seen him out there. Yeah, it can't be a Democrat because his hand's not out. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, Jim, the the crazy sign man. He's, and Scrabble champion. Yeah, he's retired been, librarian. He's been a Rick and Bubba fixture for for years. Patrick in North Carolina. Patrick, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Just uh, need some advice. Been listening to you guys a long time, long before I have kids. But now I've found myself being sucked into the soccer world, just mm-hmm. like you guys with the youngest one, uh, because there's nothing available for him at four years old. Just need some advice or encouragement. You guys obviously survived it. Give me some help here, boys. Well, would you would you let your child say, "Well, there's nothing else to do today. Let's let him play with snakes." <laughs> you, you, you probably wouldn't. Would you uh, give him a blowtorch? But guys, it, but, but Bubba did it with Hunter. Yeah, well, but he regrets we, it though. Yeah, it was it was just a, a passing uh, glance, and it didn't last. Yeah, uh, I had a passing glance. Honestly, I as think well. it scarred all of us. It did, and uh, it, it look, you, 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 our kids are going to have a tough enough t- tough enough time. To, to try to deliver them from the European style sport that has turned this country into a bunch of socialists, you you can't you can't put that in front of them. They already have enough. They've got to overcome. Rick, you got to admit this. Look at who's running for president now on the Democratic side. Right. It is socialist from one from A to Z. Right. Okay. We didn't have that before we had soccer. Mm-mm. Why don't you? Uh, why, why don't you? Ah. Why don't you just say? You know, really, we can draw we can draw a direct line to a socialist spawn. In this country, that has taken root because we let soccer come in here. Yeah, well, we, it, if you spend all afternoon cheering for a zero-zero tie, that's what it'll turn to. Right. You don't want you don't want your kid, especially <laughs> your son, to start out not being able to use his hands. Then then, then his hand-eye coordination goes all downhill. He can't throw and catch when you want him to play a real sport. So here, here's the thing. So what what you do now is you take time. Say, well, this is time that I'm going to spend with him. We're going to start yeah. back maybe the neighborhood playing baseball, the neighborhood throwing the football around a little bit. We're going to wrestle. Let's go out here. Let's let's take play him. tag. Let's do something. Play dodgeball. Learn to fish. Because here's shoot the, an air rifle. Here's the worst case scenario. <laughs> what if he starts it and then he lights it? Yeah. Now you're in a bind. Yeah. Now now you get to the point where people are saying, "Gosh, I can't believe you're not supporting your kid just because you don't like soccer." That may be his thing. Then you get into all that. <laughs> but it, the problem is this: if you never let it happen, you never have to then deliver him out of it. And look, we learn from us. Learn from us. Those little shiny shorts. Right, look, if you got a daughter, fine, but not a son. Uh, oh, look right there. To the phones we go. <laughs> Dallas in Birmingham. Dallas. You're supposed to say, "I'm sitting right here." <laughs> Thirty seconds. Go ahead, Dallas. Morning, morning, guys. Hey, buddy. Um, got some things the guy left off his list this morning that happened in August. So, two years ago, we got uh, Bubba got his trip to. Uh, Tennessee to go see Totality, and the Eclipse was two years today. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, that's right. Um, all right, Jordan fired in there, yeah. and Greg saying, uh, yeah, it happened right in the boys, because you see the guy, he kind of gets hit right there where you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Boy, Greg. That's, a, that's all August stuff, too. Uh, the fired in there we got, the Totality we did not. That's totality. new. D in Tuscaloosa. Another D one's coming up. Welcome to About the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead, D. Morning, guys. What up? You, buddy. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear you. Guys, we need to add French fried to that CD title. French fried. Oh, French okay. fried. All right. Huh. 
Patrick in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Patrick, go ahead. Hey, good morning. Um, we spend a lot of time talking about Democratic candidates that are over the top. I'm curious if there are any Democrats that maybe their agendas or their ideas are not necessarily as off-putting. And if you don't wear a mouthpiece, it's not a real sport. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. A Democrat that's not off-putting and has good ideas. Uh-uh. I can't think of one. I mean, can 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 you? I mean, just trying to. You know, if 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 that person exists, uh, they probably would Listen, then not be called a Democrat. Remember, yeah. Harry Reid is mm-hmm. now dogging the Democrats, saying you're gone too far. Right. On on a bunch of issues: health care, the border, yeah. taxes. Harry Reid. I know. Dirty Harry Reid. I know. Rick. John in Jackson, Mississippi. John, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey, guys, I order uniforms for all our new hires, and on, we had a female employee. We used to keep about 70 in the, in the office, and she said, this is just a few weeks ago, she said, uh, I need a jacket. I said, well, I used to order jackets for employees. I want to make sure you're still around in, like, October. You know, that's when I'll order you a jacket. I said, she said, but I'm cold. I said, well, go outside. It's 100 outside. We're in Mississippi. Right, yeah. If you, you hey, look, if you're co- in if you, August in Mississippi. Yeah, if you're cold right now and you live in Alabama, Mississippi, the Panhandle, Georgia, you know, just walk outside. Yeah, I've Louisiana. That, I've had to do that several times. I walk outside. You, it, it, it brings you right back to the old baseline. You know? Yeah. Now look, you better not be clean and ready to go somewhere. No, no, yeah, because you're gonna have to shower again. No, uh, Curtis, no. Out of, <laughs> Curtis out of Gunnersville. Curtis, go ahead. Hey guys, I was uh, just kind of reliving some old memories of my favorite ones, and it's always funny when Speedy gets embarrassed or you guys make fun of him. Yes, thanks, buddy. And I just. You know, and I've got about the same kind of a middle school humor as you guys do. Sure. And it, it's probably weekly that I think about this. One time he was telling a story of how him and his wife were, I think her name's Terry, they were going somewhere. And he said, I was behind Terry bringing the boys. And, Rick, you acted like the biggest sixth grader I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, well, I missed that one. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember That's that. That's obviously highway humor. Yeah, I don't remember that one. I was following her. We get it, bud. My sons. <laughs> in the car. DJ in Tuscaloosa. DJ, go ahead. Hey, hey guys. I got a name for your show with a variety of topics and characters you got. Wow, what a show. And you put a wheel on the front of the CD cover with all the different faces on it. We did a wow, what a wheel yeah. with the actual wheel, but that's a new idea on the wheel. Yeah. What else? I that. That's, that's it. Okay. You know, <laughs> wow, what a show. <laughs> you know, based on like that it. caller before, that, that gives us some ideas for CD time. <laughs> some <laughs> ideas to not consider. Rick got some good news here we'll report on when we come back. Okay. All right. Looking for Real to that. good news. All right. 15 minutes to the top. This will make everybody happy today. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, we 
it brings me to my knees. It is 10 minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Before Bubba's good news, golden ticket seats today. Sydney and Lynn Chancellor are here. Welcome to the program. Glad you're here today. Rick, Ryan, Rebecca, and Stephanie. Remitage. Hey, does it again. Uh, James and Kimberly Carter here today as well. They all pick up a Rick and Bubba Best of CD today. They take that with them. They also get a Rick and Bubba 25th anniversary writing pen. Every time they have to write something, they'll think of us. Uh, and they also pick up a pound of delicious BuzzBox coffee. If you're drinking our coffee, we sure do thank you for that. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. If you've never tried the coffee, uh, we'll ship it right to your door. I was talking to a guy in here yesterday. He said, my postal delivery person loves BuzzBox coffee, and they were loving the smell of it in their truck so much that this particular listener said, this month, just keep it. It's yours. And they said, he said, we'd been gone. We had a good supply, and we just let uh, let our let our postman have it. Coffee does smell yep. good. I'll tell you it that. Is. It really does. And if you've never tried it, you can. We'll send you a pound right now. You only pay a dollar flat fee for shipping. That's it. And you can try it. And if you agree it's the best you've ever had, we'll start shipping it to you as often as you'd like. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. So, Bubba, what's this good news you're talking about? Uh, Rick, you know Fidelity <clears throat> Investment Group. They're uh, one of the brokerage firms you know, in our country, and they're one of many that we have. <clears throat> They have announced that the number of investors that they handle that now have over $1 million in their 401k retirement accounts has hit a new high water mark. 169, I'm sorry, 196,000 millionaires at the end of the second quarter, up from 180,000 the previous quarter, and surpassing the previous record of 187,000 in the third quarter of 2018. Now, so what we're talking about, people, working folks who are out there working, who have now got $1 million in their <clears> retirement <throat> fund, almost 200,000 people, almost. And I think that is excellent news. Yeah. So uh, that, that, uh, that shows again that, um, you know, if, you, uh, if you're in the country right now, economy-wise, I know, I know the Democrats are pulling for a recession and hoping the stock market will be completely destroyed, so we won't have any more people able to say that. Well, I think, you know, this is is really even beyond the daily uh, stock price. Of course, it would fluctuate. Yeah, it would. So would the it totals. Would. But, yeah, but uh, you, you know, to have that number of people who will have a million dollars in their retirement fund, and, you know, if you look at some of the numbers, it's going to take quite a bit to, to make it nowadays. Oh, yeah. But that is amazing. Uh, and the fact that it continues to grow up. Now, Fidelity Investments say that they have looked at this, and one factor that they think is, is part of this is uh, that's boosting the American uh, retirement savings is more than a third of the employees are now auto-enrolled when they're new employees at a company who offers a 401k savings plan, and that's more than doubled in the last 10 years. So, that you know, that's a... That's one of the little things when you go to work somewhere. Some people give you matching money, some, you know, different amounts. But but take that and use that, that product because that is good for you in the long term because when you walk out of there one day done to have a million dollars in the bank, that, that gives you some security. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm – And that's ter- good. That's a great, that's a great oh. thing because that's just fidelity. That doesn't take in all the other brokerage, you know, companies yeah. and how many they have. 
Well, and, and you have to know yourself. The, yep. The, yep. the only thing that has ever worked for me to any degree is I have to set up something that says take it. Yeah, because oh, if, yeah. if I if I have to take it and go put it in there myself, I never do. Uh-uh. One of just, the yeah, you know, just take it and I'll just act like I never had that money and I'll yeah. pretend like and uh, and it's because uh, I just I just never have done a good job of saying hey I need to yeah move to the, but if you set it up where it just you never get it and you just set up your mm-hmm. life and say okay where's not like this money doesn't exist yeah and that's and, uh, one of the greatest savings tools that you can have is to have a company that will match your input to that a hundred percent because right. that's free money. It's, right. it's tax free uh, until you take it out, and you'll be at a lower tax rate probably. So that's a, that's a good thing to do. And if you're young and just entering the workforce, please do that. Chris is in Pensacola. Hey, Chris, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Good morning, guys. How's it going? Fantastic. Well, I know you guys are talking about the name of the best of CD, and that I had to remember back to Father's Day what Bubba said. When you guys had Charles Billingsley in there, break one nine for cry. Break one nine for cry. <laughs> Do you remember that <laughs> when he did that? What is it, Daddy Day or whatever that, yeah. that doggone song? <laughs> break one. All the truckers were crying. <laughs> break the one new nine Rick for and Bubba, cry. The Rick and Bubba new CD. Break one nine for cry. It's <laughs> pretty good. Uh, Double J, welcome. About, to, I forgot about that. I did too. Double J, welcome to the show. Hey guys, you, you talk about what happened. I don't know what happened to the barbecue flavored Frito Lay corn chips. Are they are they gone? Are they, are they gone? Are, you can't you you can't get them no more. I grew up on those, man. Yeah. They, they, man this, I, I mean, a ham sandwich and good old barbecue corn chips. You know, I mean, it's for I don't know a year, maybe a year and a half. Wait a minute. So you're talking about you I can't they find make it. them in the spiral Frito? No, yeah, I mean, but, look it up. I mean, I, mean I can't. I mean, last time I tried to look them up, I think you could get them over in Europe somewhere, but that's somebody else. Boy, that, that, know, that, that, that's just, barbecue flavor corn chip. You got the honey barbecue little twist, but you can't get yeah, the that's barbecue what I'm thinking, corn the chip. Man. No, I, I, I mean, that flavor. You remember that? You mad about it? I remember mm-hmm. that vividly. Let me tell you what that is to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little upset. <laughs> now, I remember it, it, it was the single pack, and I'd get it with yeah. a hot dog. <clears throat> oh, yeah. When I was at the, out at the Little League field. Yep. And I also remember it being put in your lunch. Oh, we, yeah. Well, you have sandwich. It was a good snack. It was a great snack. And of course, now at the age I am now, no one, you know, I'm not allowed to have those kind of things anymore. It's hard so I didn't get so old I, corn chip. So I didn't know it was gone. Right. Yeah. So, never missed it. You know, never missed it. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so I, like, look, I like corn chip. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. Let's go to Anonymous. You know uh, something I like is a wheat thing. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I, that's I'm like with, eating cardboard. I'm if with I you drag them through a little ketchup, they good. Bubba, that ketchup that, on a crock. Yeah. Heck yeah. And then. Come on, guys. I, I thought he was going to say cheese or something. Yeah. What? Well, I can tell you that. Anonymous, welcome to the that program. That stale to me. Hey, Boy, guys. You can't get a bunch um, of stale ones. CD title uh, just got dunked on with Frankie oh. basically saying it. Yeah. I yeah. heard that. Just got dunked on. That, that, you'll just, <laughs> just go right there with it. JC, South Carolina. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, y'all need to call that CD Big Boy's back. Big Boy's he back. Is back. Put a big old picture of Big Boy on the front. Mm-hmm. That's right. That'd be a good one. Big boys back it's in actually town. Actually, not bad. How about big boys back in town? Greg, about put a little extra stank in it. Above <laughs> 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 that, may be it. Silicon, <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, go ahead. You like that, Greg? I like. That's the. Um, I like the twenty better. <laughs> yeah. Goofball. <laughs> <laughs> I have a great, great line right now. I know you. Yeah, know. We but, all do, but, but I realize that's not dumped everywhere. So, oh, right, yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll leave that alone. All right. It's a good one, though. I bet. 
I bet but, it is. That yeah. one leads to a lot of good ones. But it's not. It's not the way to go. <laughs> no. Not, not, not the way to go. That's growth right there. We're there doing is. all we can to at least get right to 17. Here. At the end of the show. Russell Montgomery, I-92, right. WLWI. Go ahead, Russell. Hey, guys. What's going on? Good. <laughs> uh, I got a name for your CD. All right. Uh, you was just talking about it. It's called uh, I Put a Little Extra Stank in It. Well, yeah, we just just yeah. did that one. Must not been, just, wow. No, no, here's the funny part about that call. I just heard y'all mention it, mm-hmm. but I shall mention it again. I'm a, yeah, I got to hear myself say it. Well, yeah, I mean, that almost would have been. That almost would have been. That almost would have been. Oh, gosh, I was just about to say that one until I heard Bubba say it. So, so you have to look. Something I got one. one. Just got dumped on it. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, always, it's always right in here. <laughs> it is. There's some kind of gas or yeah, something. Like no, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> some late nighters just rolling yep, out. Yep, they're just now waking up. Yep, yep. Hey, thanks for being with us. Don't forget Wednesday Bible Study back today, live on the YouTube channel at noon. And some of y'all, write that down. Uh, so that's happening today. It'll be archived soon after, as as is usual. Thanks for being with us. If you leave, have a big day. You got more. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.